Hey guys, it's your boy Vinny B from Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news, all TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right, TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. Welcome back to the third hour of Raider Nation Radio. It's the morning tailgate. Heidi Fang, Vinny Bonsignor, myself, Clay Baker. We're all here for you. 69187, Salmon Ash text line, and on Twitter at RR 920 AM. We'll take your thoughts, comments, quibbles, queries, and complaints as well on the phones. The Realty One Group listener line, 702 365 9200. We are efforting, perhaps, Ice Cube today. We will find out more. Uh, is a call the hotline as he's getting ready. It's a huge weekend for Cube as the big three is back in action this weekend. They started up on the uh, a trilogy, a trio of games on Saturday over in Chicago, and you can see it all up at CBS Sports uh, this weekend as well as YouTube and DAZN and all that. But uh, today, as we were talking about the defense, and you know, and, and Heidi had brought this up, like which one makes the big leap? Who takes the biggest step in 2022 after already? a good rookie season and some better than average, better than good. But Nate Hobbs is one of those guys that, you know, you think when the Raiders, they trade Gabe Jackson uh, to the Seahawks to get a fifth round pick that ends up becoming Nate Hobbs's pick. You know, that's the guy who comes in and, uh, you know, and, and really kind of determines, all right, uh, you're giving up a lot and what do you get in return? And I don't think anybody realized the kind of effort and rate of investment rate of return that, you know, uh, Nate Hobbs was able to do right from the get go. He showed uh, what kind of uh, steady playmaker can be at that corner position in the slot and playing inside is not easy, but he made it look very, very simple for a rookie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think that when you talk about all of the different things, like we have been with, um, going over the positions, who can prove? We've mentioned Leatherwood. We mentioned Divine Diablo, Nate Hobbs, Trayvon Merrick. Those are the guys that you're expecting. One of the guys we haven't talked about that I'm really looking forward to seeing on the field is Malcolm Coons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. No, no. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> I, 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 I would, too. Uh, uh, getting back really quick, just because this blows me away, uh, yeah. you guys, when looking at Nate Hobbs, 79.4 overall grade, 76.7 as a pass rusher. <laughs> in coverage and 78.6 in run defense. Um, We talk about the possibility, uh, you guys, of him playing, of him being a playmaker. All right, last year by snaps, he played 15 snaps as a defense on the defensive line, 97 snaps as in the box, 748 snaps as as that slot cornerback, 26 snaps as that wide cornerback, eight snaps as a free safety. So he lines up all over the field. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he also plays uh, uh, kick coverage, 88 uh, snaps on kick coverage. So it's a guy that you can see again, and, we, and, we're, and it's going to be fascinating with Patrick Graham um, figuring out ways that he's going to be able to utilize Nate Hobbs. And I think just looking at his snap counts, you yeah. can comfortably play him all over the field. I agree, and I like that. I. I like that you have so many versatile pieces. It's going to be so important in schemes where you need people who can be multiple, where you have Patrick Graham showing the you know, three, three, five, four, two, five, three, four, four, three. And I keep, keep saying all of that doesn't matter. Sub defense is the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, and, and I keep thinking about that because that's going to be so imperative 
for the guys who have to be rotational or the guys that need to be in on this type of third down play, whether it's a passing play or whether it's a short yarded situation, who's going to be in those heavy packages, who's going to be in those passing down situations. The more people you have that are multiple, the better it's going to be for this team. And then also having some guys, uh, and I think Divine Diablo profiles this way, and Nate Hobbs uh, obviously profiles this way, and Trevon Moore, the guys we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Can you can you put together packages, not just them to for them to play, um, you know, a certain position and uh, against a certain offense and, and a certain look, but then also drawing up things for them to do, whether yeah. it's rushing the passer or disguising a coverage or, or lining up over here. Um, and, and the Rams had a guy like that in John Johnson. He's with the Cleveland Browns now. Right. He played like every single position, <laughs> you know, whether it was cornerback in the red zone or you know on goal line or defensive, like everything. And that's to me when I look at a guy like Nate Hobbs. That's who uh, I, I sort of think of, somebody that you can, like you said, Heidi, put all over the field and then ask him to do certain things um, from those vantage points. Right. Uh- What I liked about Nate Hobbs was his tenacity. Like I see from Trayvon Merritt, the intellectual side of things where he has an intuitive nature about him and reading the field. With Nate Hobbs, I see somebody who can put you in a pressure cooker, somebody who's going to chase you down and make you pay, somebody who's going to be at your ankles if he gets a chance to grab at it. And that's what I like about him. There's an aggression there. There's a tenacity there. He has uh, still a little a little bit of in- intuition, but I feel like he might need to be told, like, you need to be here, and that's your assignment. And then that's, you know, where you're going to look at this gap. Or it, I feel like with Merrick being that free safety, too, it's kind of in the nature of the position that you are looking around more and learning a little bit more about what's happening around you and trying to read the field. Whereas Nate Hobbs is really good in a certain space and working with what is right in front of him. Yeah. And I'm uh, glad you brought up Malcolm Kuntz because uh, releasing Carl Nassib basically opens the door for him to be uh, that second yeah. you know, pass rusher, um, you know, uh, in reserve. And we saw during minicamp and, and OTAs, Malcolm Coots was getting a lot of snaps behind Max Crosby, uh, kind of rushing off that left side, uh, both as a upright um, pass rusher and as a guy with his hand on the ground. But it looks like, at least at this point, uh, that's that's where um, he's projected to play. And, and again, Carl had a lot of snaps last year in reserve, along right. with along with Clee on the other side. Uh, so a door has opened up for Malcolm Kuntz, and I think he showed last year, you guys, when he was on the field, he could get to the quarterback. It was limited amount of snaps, but he still had a few sna- uh, sacks when he was out there. Did you feel that uh, Kuntz was getting, um, you know, kind of like a, you know, a, a they're waiting to see if Carl Nassib could kind of like, you know, we use that word justify, justify his contract because they paid a lot of money for Nassib and they, you know, they still used him a lot uh, in, in moments where you'd maybe want to see like a younger player play more, especially when the, the Raiders were going through that losing streak. You know, I was wondering if that would be an, an opportune time for them, but there was many times when he was still inactive and yeah. maybe wonder why. I think I'll go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking there were times too when we were thinking like maybe it's not going to be a good day for NASA, or maybe it's not going to be a good day for Littleton or any of the players that you could have put into that sentence. But there were every different game. It felt like somebody else stepped up. There was a game where Clee stepped up. There was a game where Carl stepped up. There was a game. So in my head, I was like, well, as long as they put the right combination at the right time, (laughs) someone's going to step up. 
Yeah, I agree, and um, I think I think Malcolm just it was it was your classic red shirt year last year yeah. for him, um, and so just just get him in the building, uh, get him developed, get him coached up uh, for for basically future use. And and does money come into play? I, I mean, we'd be naive to think that it doesn't. You know, uh, Carl Nassib was the veteran. Carl Nassib had the big contract. Carl Nassib was going to get the first crack uh, to play, and he played. Eh, you know, I wouldn't say he played great, but no. you know, he wasn't awful. Moments. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't awful. Um, and and so, uh, you know, that's the direction that they went in. And I think that Malcolm, when he was out there, showed that he's got a bright future. Um, but I, I think in 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 the long range, spending a year as a development guy um, is is going to help him down the road. And I think down the road could be this year. Was that part uh, available in mini camps, or did you maybe get a sense that Malcolm Kuntz was pushing Clee Furl to the inside, that the work that he was able to do on the outside kind of made uh, Clee Furl kind of like uh, without a position, for example, that uh, you know he was kind of ahead maybe on, uh, on the depth chart with Kuntz. But now maybe Kuntz, is, did, did he kind of force that issue? Well, I mean, they are changing schematically, so Klee is, is going to have to find a spot, and it's it, it looks like it's going to be more inside in that defensive tackle position, lining up uh, where we saw him. Heidi was between the guard uh, and, and the tackle. Uh, so it's going to be a different a different role for him. Last year, it just seemed like Gus just decided to have a rotation on the defensive line. It was almost like a hockey line yeah. type of a thing. No, he had four <laughs> starters and four Here's the third line. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Carl and and uh, and Clee were part of that second line. Um, and and you know, it it really did kind of that defensive line played pretty good last year. Yeah, it worked. Um, and guys were rested, guys were fresh, uh, guys weren't you know being pushed to the limit because you had a nice little blend and a nice little rotation. And so I think that was all it, it really was. And, and I think this year, because of the scheme change, I think they're trying to find something that, that Klee can do that he can hang his hat on. And it looks like it's going to be more inside, whereas um, uh, backing up like a guy like Bilal Nichols, whereas Koontz is, at least right now, looks like he's the backup to Max Crosby. I love it. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side here. 702-365-9200 is a Realty One Group listener line. You can also hit us up on Twitter at 69187 here on Raider Nation Radio. Hit up the show on Twitter at Clay Baker Radio. And now back to the morning tailgate on Raider Nation Radio 928. Mesmerized by the music. I like Easy that. To do. Yes, it is. And I almost forgot to tell everybody that you know what time it is. What time is it? Time to buy or sell a home. And the Realty One Group here in Las Vegas would love, love to be part of your story. Uh, the housing market, as we know, is going through the roof. We see it all the time, and it's growing and uh, getting more hectic by the day. But it's still a great time to sell or even buy the home of your dreams. Uh, to do so, you're going to need a hardworking real estate professional to help uh, get you through it. Uh, and the Realty One Group uh, is the ones for you. They know the market. They know the neighborhoods. They know the transactions. And they know how to get it done for you. Realty One Group was founded in Las Vegas, and it's been their home for more than 11 years. In that time, they've been opening doors for clients and opening doors for other real estate professionals to live better lives. They're also proud to give back to the community, donating their time and resources 
to make an impact. Look, if you're buying or selling, give Realty One Group a call at 888-461-0101. That's 888-461-0101. On Raider Nation Radio, Heidi Heidi Fang, Vinny Bonsignor, myself, Clay Baker. We're taking your thoughts here on the uh, Realty One Group listener line, 702-365-9200 on you know, who takes the biggest step on defense? And you can even throw in Leatherwood in there, too. But uh, the guys that really shined last year for the Raiders in their rookie season, who takes the big step in year two? And we'll take your thoughts here at 702-365-9200. On the phone from Southern California, it's Gangsta Raider. Good morning, what Gangsta. Gangsta. Yeah, yeah. It ain't cute, but it's your, your neighborhood Gangsta Raider. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to wish you. I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day and um, happy Juneteenth. I don't know if y'all celebrate yes. out there in Nevada, but this, this weekend is Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying? And it's been a lot for all the people. And I want to say everybody that's, um, that's in a real and that's real fathers in their kids' life, take this time and celebrate. Don't just celebrate Sunday. Celebrate the whole week, you know what I'm saying? Because we real fathers, and real fathers celebrate Father's Day every day. And even if you're not in your kids' life, you know what I'm saying, reach out to them. I don't care what happened. What the situation is, reach out to your kids because you never know what they're going through. And just a word from them and being in a relationship you can change their life exponentially. You know what I'm saying? If you've been away, incarcerated or whatever, if you broke up with the mother, y'all not on good terms, that has nothing to do with you and that child. Reach out to that child, build a relationship because you never know. It's something that... Um, I was like that. Me and my father didn't have a good relationship till later on in my life, and he just passed away in the last two years. Awesome. And I didn't really get to know him until the last eight years. And, and just knowing him and um, getting to know him and his tendencies and hearing some of his experiences helped me know myself better. Because I'm like, oh, that's where I get this from, because I had no idea. I'm like, I got these thoughts in my head, and I didn't know where they come from. But I don't want to ramble. Just make sure you get in your kid's life. And no matter what the situation is, rectify it, build a relationship with them, because you never know when you're going to pass or if your child passes and if your child passes. You didn't build a relationship with them, you're going to feel terrible. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say happy Father's Day to all. Oh, yeah, especially the Raider Jess. Raider Jess, he's a good father. He always show up for me when I'm out there in Vegas. Shout out to him and his son, Vince. And I had a chance to go to the um, the Aces game when I was out there in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I had a window to go, but um, I ended up doing something else. And I really regret not going to that Aces game with Vince. You know, so that's the only thing I regretted about when I went out there to Vegas. You know, saying so shout out to Vince and um, Papa Meach, um, um, Raider sixty six, all the real fathers, um, Raider man, uh, passionate Raider, all the real Raider fans, um, graphic Raider, everybody stand up and you know what's up, Ice Cube. We in L A. We doing our thing, represent. You know, what I'm saying it's Raider Nation all day. Uh, Ice Cube is the president of the Raider Nation. I call myself the King of the Raider Nation because my last name is King. So um, when y'all talk to the president of the Raider Nation, tell them the King of the Raider Nation, say yay, yay, and give them a Raiders from Gangster Raider. You Keep bet, it gangster from bet. L.A. I'm gone. Oh, great thoughts on uh, on Father's Day and the weekend. And, uh, yeah, the lessons you can learn from your parents are extremely important, and they have more impact than you might realize. That was dynamite. <laughs> Yeah, and Ice Cube's probably going to join us tomorrow. We weren't able to catch up with him today, but uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to get a hold of him. He's real busy this weekend because uh, the Big Three's ready to tip off in Chicago. So we'll see if we get a chance to talk to him tomorrow as we wrap up this, this week. But uh, we see also on the text line, 69187, uh, the Sam and Ash text line, uh, I have a feeling this person says uh, they're going to play from the 314. They're going to play Koontz against the Chargers, and we all know why, because of DC's other BFF. Uh, you know what? I I don't know when they're going to uh, employ Koontz, but yeah, you're probably going to see 
if he's going to be like in second tier, you could see a big leap from Malcolm Kuntz. He's going to get enough to ample playing time, and if it's on a consistent basis, yeah, you're going to see something that uh, that we've all seen on the footage. You know, when he was in Buffalo, that that kind of like Ben that he has getting around the corner. Uh, Getting to the quarterback is a, is an art, but he already had so much raw talent that gets there. Uh, just a little more seasoning. What, what's the sky, the limit? I mean, the ceiling is there. It could be really high for him. Yeah, and I know Heidi probably agrees with me. Uh, talking to to Malcolm, uh, I, I had him on um, my radio show, uh, maybe as, as well. You know, in the huddle, um, and and him talking about the not just the the raw ability, which he he definitely has, but he's a student of the game. He understands the art of, of uh, you know, uh, rushing the passer, and he put the time in. He would go watch Von Miller. He would go watch, you know, great pass rushers uh, and then take what they did and take it out on the practice field and take it into the game, understanding how you're using moves to set up other moves and, and just the art and intelligence that it takes. You could tell that he has an advanced knowledge of that. Um, you know, he's going to have to play the run. He's going to have to show that he could do uh, other things, but Heidi... This is a guy that could get to the quarterback, period, exclamation point. Yeah, uh, it is. And I think that when you start thinking about all of the different things that he does well, um, it is going to be a wonderful day. I'm actually <laughs> – I stopped <laughs> and I, I'm laughing and giggling and stuff because now I'm, I'm actually uh, – I've been the one – I'll just say it, I've been the one Whoa. trying to bring on uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> the conduit. <laughs> and uh, I now have – he has called back – and he uh, is going to come on at 9.45. Oh, Confirmed. all right. It says, I confirm at 9.45. Wow. So, sorry, Vinny. I lost my train of thought. No worries. Please hit and me again with it. Give me the and flow. For, and for, uh, <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Malcolm Kuntz can rush the passer. Yes, he can. <laughs> yes, he can. It's going to be a great day. Uh, Malcolm Kuntz is, uh, <laughs> I think... He's got the fire. We saw it in the small windows that we got to see him on the field, but we did get to see him a lot during practice. And again, as I uh, said about uh, Nate Hobbs, as I said about uh, guys like Trayvon Merrick, I think what's great about Coons is that he's had that redshirt year. You see him be able to work with these various guys. And here's what's interesting to me that I gathered from Divine Diablo that applies to Coons as well, is Divine Diablo's locker mate is Chandler Jones. Right. So they're right next to each other talking every chance that they get. And uh, Divine told me that he didn't want to go too much into asking him questions and picking his brain at first because he thought, oh, he's going to think I'm fanboying on him. He thought, <laughs> I don't want to th- have him think that. But then he learned that by going ahead and with that approach and speaking to him that he was getting a lot of invaluable information. And so I think that's where um, now he he's going to grow with all of that. Yeah, I, I I agree, and I think that's it's it's important that young players understand it's okay to go talk to older players. Now, there's might be some older players who said, "Brother, I'm not interested in helping you out," and that's okay too. Uh, but that's very few and far between. Generally speaking, if you talk to older players, there was a there was a when they were a younger player, there was an older player that kind of took them under their wing, and they see the value of that, and they see the the uh, the importance of of playing it back. Um, and so when a young player like Divine Diablo gets to saddle up with Chandler Jones, and Chandler Jones, for, for some of those guys, that's also kind of an honor. Like, wow, you think that highly of me that you're going to come pick my brain? That's I'll cool. give you everything that you got, that I got. you know. And, and then it's on the, the other player to, 
to to absorb it and to listen to be a willing listener and that it's it's kind of it could get kind of complicated because again like like Heidi was talking about you don't know should I approach that's Chandler Jones over there you know like should I shouldn't I you know is that going to be well received um, and and usually you figure out and find out pretty quickly. It's usually pretty well received. Yes, and Chandler Jones spoke about that last week, talking about being that kind of leader on the field and for his teammates. Uh, and it's funny that you're saying that because this is my first time hearing about, you know, guys are following and leading. But that's just how I approach my job. Um, and, you know, if guys are following, that's a good thing. Like I said before, hey, Chandler's running to the ball. Why not? I run. Why, why can't I run to the ball? So, um I'm very admired by that, that guys are leading. But like I said, this isn't over yet. And like I said, the season hasn't started. So hopefully I can I can keep doing that. And, you know, hopefully it can be contagious throughout the team. 702-365-9200 is the number. That was Chandler Jones on Raider Nation Radio. Heidi, Vinny, Clay. And we'll go out to the phones to New Jersey with Mitch. Mitch, go ahead. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Actually, it's good afternoon. Well, then uh, I stand corrected. The main part. No, you really corrected there, Clay. <laughs> uh, what, 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 do you, what do you think about this defensive uh, line? Do you feel like there needs to be more? One more, Dominic Sue. I never said it before. He's still out there. I don't think he's holding up for more money. Uh, he's still got it. The guy's he's still he's a sizzle specimen, kind of like LeBron. I mean, that's good. But he, I mean, his career's been a little bit of an underachievement. But he's a Portland Hall of Fame, and I'd love to see him get him. Happy Father's Day to everybody, especially you, uh, Gangster Raider. God bless. Uh, you, you can only control the things you can control. That's great stuff. And happy Father's Day, Mitch. Thanks you, for the thought. Yeah. One thing I can say, yes, it, it is about the money with with, with Sue. He's, you know, at this stage of his career, he's got a number in mind, and he's got a lot of money in the bank. Uh, he's one of the shrewd money guys uh, in, in the NFL. He's not going to play for what for anything less than what he thinks he deserves. Uh, that's true. And uh, if, 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 when you're at this stage in your career, you have to go for the money. This is what it's all about. It. But uh, if you follow Ndamukong Sue on Twitter, you see how financially astute he is. He is somebody that wants to uh, start managing a hedge fund, kind of like uh, our friend Mike Pritchard. You know, that's the kind of stuff that they really are interested in. And, you know, Sue is on his way there. If you ever follow it, it's, it's really enlightening uh, a thought there. Here's another one from the text line, 69187. Uh, could either of you foresee... Nate Hobbs playing on the outside this year. Uh, as far as transit, like we're talking about guys making a push into 2022. Could Nate Hobbs play um, on the outside? Well, I don't know. I I think if they needed him to, he could. But they already have like four guys right there kind of competing for spots. I don't know if he's in the mix for that. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think his his primary position is going to be uh, that slot cornerback position. Uh, but I think you're going to see him line up uh, at, at various di- various different positions. And I say that because that that slot cornerback position is it's a, it's a hard position. It's an important position, mm-hmm. and they found somebody that's doing it at an extremely high level. Um, so why create a hole there, a potential hole there? Uh, to move him out to the outside. I mean, it could happen. Injuries could happen. You know, anything could happen. But I think that's where he's going to start. That's where he's going to uh, play the primarily. Um, you know, this season, but also uh, the, the there's room for him to move around as well. St. Louis Raider D has a text for Heidi. He says, uh, "Do me a solid and relay to Miss H that." Her inspirational speech on turn signal etiquette inspired me to use it. I even used it in my own driveway today. Props. <laughs> Raider nice. D in St. Louis. Uh, oh, I changed a life. You, I feel I feel special. You've inspired somebody. I do. I do. You guys want to hear a quick story I about love it. Sue and money? Thank oh, you. Yes. 
Go ahead. Okay, so he was with the Rams <laughs> one year, right? And uh, uh, Ethan Westbrooks was on the team at that point, point. He had number 93. That's uh, Sue's number, right? So, uh, so Sue came in as a veteran and said, hey, I really want number 93. And they worked out a deal. And uh, Sue paid him some money uh, to get that jersey. And uh, that the deal was done, all right? So come around tax season or at, or at the end of the year, uh, all of a sudden Ethan walks into the locker room and there's an envelope on his chair at his locker. And he opens it up. And Sue, ten ninety to him or whatever whatever the term is for that, <laughs> taxed him really? on it. Yeah, and like I heard this from from people within the Rams, and they're like, yeah, he, he and like Westbrook goes to their financial. Yeah, what, what is this? <laughs> like, what? Hold on a second. Like he he literally taxed. Him. So that's how next level um, Sue uh, is. And we're all, the the question that we always ask was, did Ethan actually ever pay that? Right? Mm-hmm. Did he actually have to go and report right. that? Yeah, like, I don't know. I love how Sue's gonna like do it for him, you know, just to take care of it. Because Sue's gonna write it off. Yeah, if Sue's doing it, you're gonna have to do it too, because uh, the IRS will find those matching uh, numbers very quickly. <laughs> yeah, he was Sue. Sue's an interesting dude, and I give him, again, I give him a lot of credit because because he has taken care of his money and um, he gets that side of it. Um, uh, Impressively so. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make some time for Ice Cube. You set to join us at nine forty-five here on Raider Nation Radio, and uh, here on uh, the Morning Tailgate. Also, we want to let you know that the Three Ice uh, combo is still available. Get your tickets online at threeice.com. That's the six team six skaters event that takes place Saturday at the Orleans Arena. Uh, one goalie, a Hall of Fame coach. For more information, go on threeice.com. This is the president. Of the Raider Nation. And I approve this message. Oh, here we are on the morning tailgate. It's unbelievable and well, well, well worth the wait here. It's Ice Cube. He's joining us now. Heidi Fang, Vinny Bonsignor, Clay Baker, rapper, actor, filmmaker, and the founder of the Big Three, the Premier Global League. It begins this weekend on CBS Sports. Ice Cube is with us. Cube, good morning to you and happy birthday. How are you? Oh man, thank you, man. I'm I'm great. Um, thanks for having me on. Had a great birthday yesterday. Um, so ready to get into this big three thing, you know. I know we're so excited for you because we love the big three here, and it's in its fifth year. And how excited are you now to watch this league continually evolve as they now get ready to tip off in Chicago? Oh, it's great. You know, um, the reception that the league has gotten, you know, from uh, fans sports community, uh, players, um, you know, it's just a dream come true to be here at this moment after five years, you know. This is a real honor for me to uh, talk to you, uh, Ice, Ice Cube, as a younger reporter back in the day covering uh, high school basketball in the San Fernando Valley um, for the L.A. Daily News, uh, going to watch Taft High School and Jordan Farmar and Cleveland High School, uh, and Nick Young looking in the stands and seeing Ice Cube there supporting uh, the younger generation of basketball players. And it showed me, Ice, how much you care about basketball and, and wanting to go out and see the next generation. And it's interesting because now you're working with a generation of players that um, – have done their thing, but still have uh, something to offer uh, the game. And I think you tapped into that really well. Uh, and when you talk about this year's version of of, of the Big Three, um, what new players um, are, are are joining the league, and, and what should we keep an eye on? Definitely want to check out um, Michael Beasley. He plays for yeah. the Threes Company. 
Um, he's our second game on Sunday. This is his debut, and uh, he's playing. He's going against Gerald Green, and this is his debut in the league. Uh, Corey Brewer, Glenn um, Rice Jr. So, and and you know, we still got our two-time MVP Joe Johnson, Rashard Lewis, uh, Le- Leonardo Barbosa. Uh, you know, so we still uh, we still got names. Of people that can that can really play, you know. Uh, a lot of people think when the NBA is done with you that you're done, but a lot of guys go on to play overseas and continue their career. So uh, yeah, we just tapped into that, and you know these guys might not can play an 82 game NBA schedule, but they definitely can play 10 Big Three games, uh, and so. It's just uh, amazing to be able to tap into the talent and let them continue their career. Thank you. Pleasure to speak with you again. Thank you again for joining us here on Raider Nation Radio. The president is in for Raider Nation right now. And I wanted to uh, wish you a happy birthday as well. And uh, last time I spoke with you, you had talked to me about the introduction of the fireball to the big three. And I wanted to get your take after last season to see how that had worked out, uh, how you felt about that introduction of that. And is there going to be something new this year that the fans can look to find about uh, the big three that is going to be introduced? Yeah, last year we we introduced Bring the Fire, which is uh, a rule where uh, ch- coaches can challenge a foul and have the players go one-on-one to see if it counts. And uh, it went over great. I think the fans love that new wrinkle. You can't really get that in the NBA. Um, so, you know, it was amazing. It was some uh, pivotal moments where, where it came into play. Coaches started to learn how to use it because you get two. You get one in the first half, one in the second half. So uh, you don't want to use it too early because you might not, you might need it, Yeah. you know, towards the end of the game. So it, it all worked out great. This year, we just wanted to do everything we're doing better. Uh, we don't want to add too many more wrinkles to the game. We don't want to m- tinker with it too much. We feel like the game is calibrated into a great place. People love to watch it. People love to play it. Um, and, hey, we, we, we think we got a great, great niche in the market. Speaking with Ice Cube, the Big Three goes down this Saturday, 2.30 Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on CBS and on Paramount. You can get your tickets at Big3.com. And we love the innovations that you brought up, especially Fireball 3. But what also you've done is that you've opened up ownership for fans. It's really distinctive what you've done because you're using that digital non-fungible token model instead of a publicly shared one. But talk about how that's gone because for the first time, fans can be not only invested in their team, but be, be vested in a team and they can follow it and now they can actually have something that no other fan can have when they watch the big three yeah you know our teams are not connected to any city so you won't have the the las vegas trilogy or the chicago ball hogs you know so we got to connect with fans we got to connect with communities uh when the nft technology came out we was really checking it out to see if this could work for our league and we saw it fit like a glove you know even though crypto is in a what, what a bear market, as they say. Um, people still, you know, rallied around this. We have some great communities that that brought, you know, pretty much whole teams. Um, 
from Krause House uh, to, uh, you know, we got uh, the V Friends from, from Gary V. Um, so it's, it's just been, it's been a great way to even get closer to the fans. No other league can really offer this. You know, why be a fan when you can be an owner? So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been real fun. We can't wait to see how it all plays out this year. I ask you one of the things that uh, that really strikes me about watching uh, the big three is is you you realize that competitiveness and fire and wanting to win um, it it doesn't die <laughs> you know um, it it and 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 sometimes we we accuse professional athletes or fans accuse of professional athletes are just playing for the money or just going through the motions but I think your league proves that there's something much more behind all of that. Yes, there's money. Yes, there's, you know, all of that that comes along with it. But at the end of the day, these guys are competitors. And when you see them compete uh, in, in in your league, that comes through. Were you surprised at all um, how, how much fire these guys still had left? Well, I knew they, I knew they had it because, you know, there, there, there was pickup games, you know, by these players all around yeah. L.A., you know, these guys still got them juices flowing. And, you know, we were pleasantly surprised. Uh, Steven Jackson, at our first combine, he set the tone for the league. You know, he basically said, I ain't got no friends out here. Don't come out here looking for a pickup game. You better come out here ready to compete. And, and it set the tone where everybody knew, look, yo, a lot of people think you're done, man. You know, a lot of people think you can't play no more, you know, and and this is highly competitive on CBS. You better come with your A game. They don't come out here lacking or you're going to get embarrassed. And so they really quickly realized that. So now they, you know, everybody come play all out, give everything they got. Uh, first one to 50 wins. So since there's no time clock, in minutes like that, there's no garbage minutes. You know, guys play all the way through. Yep. And I think fans appreciate it. And you can trash talk in our league. You can hand check. You can be yourself. You know, it's no, it's no restrictions on you on how you play and who you are. And I think that's missing. You know, once, once uh, America got rid of trash talking in our sports, that's when we started to lose to the rest of the world. So I just think, you know, we got to do things to keep our competitive juices going. It ain't always money. Sometimes it's pride. And these guys got a lot of it. When you speak about pride, what kind of moment was it for you to be able to come out in the draft, be able to represent for Raider Nation, be there with Derek Carr and, and Darren Waller as they were going up to the stage and just kind of being that face on day one of the NFL draft here in Las Vegas? Oh, man, it was, uh, it was spectacular. Like, it, it, the draft is bigger than the Super Bowl because you got – you got every team coming out to represent, to have a party, to to root on, you know, they team, the new players. You know, I had a chance to kick it and, and have a long conversation with Marcus Allen. Um, so, you know, it was just, just as a fan, it was fun. As an entertainer, um, it was still fun, you know what I mean? I was up there having a ball, closing it out, and, uh, you know, People stayed and rocked, and you know this is the last, the second day of the last. I mean, the second day of of the draft. So 
you know, it was just fun, man, and I can't wait to do it again someday. Ice Cube, as Heidi uh, alluded to, you are the president uh, of the of Raider Nation, uh, without question, uh, and uh, that is an indefinite role for you, um, a lifetime role for you. Um, I gotta say, I gotta ask you this. I know Raider fans and Raider Nation goes into every season with high hopes and high expectations, but I would imagine this feels a little bit differently going into this year uh, with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and 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 Hunter Renfro and what they brought on defense with Chandler Jones and some of the young defensive players on that side of the ball. How different does this year feel uh, as the president of Raider Nation? Well, it feels great to have, you know you know, great pieces to, to play with. You know, these guys are all proven. Uh, they've all shown what they can do on the field. You know, bringing in a new coach. I think coaches uh, learn a lot their second time around from their first time around. So, you know, hopefully he's ready to get some revenge on Denver. But, hey, man, the AFC West is stacked. You know, we can't. The same rest, you know, we still got to go out there and play every game hard. You know, I think the AFC West is now the hardest division in football. Mm-hmm. At least it looks like it is on paper. So they got their work cut out for them. So I hope they, you know, ready to go. You know, at the end of the day, having the players is great. But having to mesh and play together and win is the next level. So I hope they take it to that next level. Which of the players are you looking forward to seeing this year take like the biggest leap you think it's going to be like Max Crosby, Derek Carr, or just watching Devontae Adams go out and do his thing? Wh- which guy is it going to excite you most to watch this year? Dan Waller, you know, I think he, the sky's the limit for him. And I think he's a top five tight end in the league, you know, and I'm always looking for him to do things that uh, only few can do, you know. I think he could. You know, he can line out wide if, if you want him to. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing him take a, another step forward. Um, as far as Winfro and Devontae and Derek Carr, you know, they to me, they, they're proven. They're they going to come out there and do what they do uh, no matter what. Um, a running back, you know, I just think we 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 ready. we prime. You know, there's no more... No more excuses on why we can't, you know, go deep into the playoffs and hopefully to the championship. Well, Q, we really appreciate your time. We know you're busy. Thanks for making time for us and, and giving us a chance to talk with you because we're big fans of what your work is at the Big Three and everyone can see the road to the Julius Irving Championship Trophy. It begins Saturday on CBS. We wish you all the best, Cube, and we hope we'll get a chance to talk to you again as the season gets closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be checking in, you know, especially when the season hits. You know what I'm saying? We got to got to talk about what we see and, uh, you know, hopefully cheer our team to the promised land. Thank you. Have a great weekend and happy Father's Day to you. Thank you very much for your time. Yes, thank you. You too, man. Much thank love. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. Oh. Ice Cube here with us. And yeah, the Big Three begins Saturday on CBS. You can also check it out on DAZN and YouTube. Well, that was awesome. Yes, what a way to close <laughs> out the show. Uh, thank you again, Heidi, for efforting that and Absolutely. making that happen. Uh, that was, uh, that Sorry, was... Dwayne, I didn't have time for that plug. We're yeah. running up against the clock. We're up against the clock. <laughs> we got to end the show. For Heidi, I'm Vinny. We thank you for listening. Ice Cube's interview, as well as the entire show, will be up on our podcast page at lvsportsnetwork.com, iTunes, Amazon, and Audible. Have a great day, everybody. Rich Ice next hey guys it's your boy Vinny b from raider nation radio in the huddle 
Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news. All TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right. TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas.